If you're like a lot of guys, you could probably think of a million things you'd rather be doing than shopping for clothes. Between the parking, the crowds at the mall, and the endless browsing and lack of advice online, it's enough to make you want to rock the same old jeans and t-shirts forever, but you can't. So let me tell you about Stitch Fix Men. They've reimagined how to find and buy clothes and you never even have to leave the house. It is that easy, best friends. Just go to stitchfix.com, tell them your sizes, your favorite type of clothes, and how much you want to spend. Then your personal stylist gets to work hand-picking new clothes for you based on the style and budget. Five items are delivered right to your door, you try them on at home, and you only pay for what you keep. Shipping is free both ways, so anything you don't want, just send it back, and exchanges are always free too. You can get your fix monthly, quarterly, or whenever you feel like it. There's no subscription required. It's easy, the shipping is free, so why wouldn't you give it a try? Get started now at stitchfix.com slash greggy, and you'll get an extra 25% off when you keep all five items in your box. That is stitchfix.com slash greggy to get started today, stitchfix.com slash greggy. Jen used this service, and she loved it. The woman's, she was the woman's one, not the men's one. My wife is not a woman. Not, not that it would matter if she was, you know what, just, can we go to the, let's just do the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the glue, Kevin Coelho. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. I've missed you. You were gone all last week. Yeah. It was devastating without you. We barely kept our heads above water. But you Mm -hmm. did, man. We kept uh, our heads underwater the whole time. The whole time. Next to him. We had a snorkel, so it was easy. Fish in the water. We were. Kevin hung out with the turtle. Yeah. close to the turtle. Didn't touch him. Wait. It was illegal. Did not touch him. So you were in the ocean and a Mm -hmm. turtle came up to you. Yep. Well, I I mean, I I think I went up to him. Okay. Turtle or tortoise? Turtle. Well, turtle. tortoises, when tortoises would turtle, not do so well. So it's like this big? No, no. no it was it like was... this big. Mm. If, so I were to, if I were to hug it like I wanted to, but I couldn't legally. But you did you? To... But did you? No, you didn't know. No, the no, whole no, boat no. screamed to Kevin because yeah. Kevin got real close to the turtle. Yeah. Well, like, okay. Don't touch it! I didn't, I mean, I, yeah, I guess I got really close to him. He was like this close to the turtle. <laughs> I was arm distance. I could have touched it. How big is its head? Couldn't legally. The head was like The head was like that big. It was adorable. If you're though. at home, it's like size of a small of potato. Eggs. A, a good sized potato. That's not like what a potato all with eyes. Yeah, yeah. And it kept like popping out of the water to breathe, and it was adorable. Aww. Yeah. Turtles are cool, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Over there, the pure one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. You weren't here last week either, but we did pretty well without mm-hmm. you know covering your parts. I get it. Well, except for like making money. I don't do too much. <laughs> no. Oh, here. No. Tim. No. Yeah. The, there was a definite drop in our Lacroix. I have Lacroix for nine days. Oh, that's really it was hard. Yeah. Did they not have it over there yet? Someone had it. Someone did. That? We saw someone with it. Hasn't it been around since like the eighties? Is it like I always remember that as like the like what like stingy Beverly Hills moms would drink. Yeah. And then suddenly it became it's what made everyone. its way here. Yeah. It's basic. <laughs> basic. Mm-hmm. Over Literally here, basic. <laughs> I don't ladies know and gentlemen, you, you, you look at the main camera or never. You don't have to do anything. Over here, ladies and gentlemen, a friend of mine who I enjoy very much and comic creator, Cena Grace. How are you, sir? No pit stains. Right? No, that's yeah, it. That's it. a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. You're, you're, you're above Kevin. Don't have to make good. me feel bad. No well, star. you know. All of this is like innuendo, by the way. As mm-hmm. a gay man, I'm just like, everything you guys have said from that turtle head on, I was just like, Jesus. <laughs> How big I was, was it? I real hard to not make a dick reference to the turtle, but 
How many times did the head pop out? A lot. Many. Several. Many. <laughs> it needed to breathe. Kept telling Kev not to touch it, but he just insists on touching it. <laughs> touching Every the time I did not. Le- like, I oh, did not legally, touch you it couldn't to, yeah. touch it, yeah. Is this one of those things where they could still come at you for this? Is that Nobody why you're being knows. so clear? Nobody knows Hawaiian law. I don't know. The, our if it was boat a bird, I can guy, tell you the law, but... We get on this boat, Greg Miller, all right? It, yeah. was like, it was a party boat, and there was like, I don't know, 20 of us or whatever. Mm. And the, the captain dude comes out. It's exactly what you'd think in Hawaii. This dude, shirtless bronze as bronze can be all right sure he comes out and he's like yo brother my name's crash Whoa. with the k and it's like god you're so <laughs> we cool. don't have c he's like we don't have c's here in hawaii he was couldn't awesome. even deal with it it's like man i like you was he cool yeah he was, he was really the cool i don't know if there's like a captain ron situation you remember captain ron the movie no i'm just gonna admit that but i want to find out more about crash 2 crash crash 2 fantastic game best in the trilogy but uh crash it's an opinion the, the captain, great dude, super fun guy. Wouldn't let me jump off the top of the boat. I didn't appreciate that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Did you um, add him on Facebook? I didn't. I didn't. We should look up Crash with a K on Facebook. I don't think that. We'll I don't find think him. he. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 He lives by the sea. Dies by the sea. Okay. Yeah. Dives by the sea or dies. Dies. Okay. He's gonna die. In the Do sea. you feel like island life changed you guys? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It. It gave me a color that's not bright pink. Yeah, you do so have some nice. skin color. Slightly less nice. bright. Pink I'm slightly less is. bright pink. It's pretty cool. Okay, it's pretty cool. What did you have? Has it been hard to transition back into your daily roles here, or yeah. do you still feel like you have that vacation vibe? Like whatever happens, yeah, I'm still, man. I'm still in that uh, shock. Well, that's bro. the way I've lived my life always. No, no. I just found the right place for it. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. How's that? How cool? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's pretty dope. How are you doing right now? Because it's the final countdown to the wedding. Oh, smooth. I'm panicking because there's a whole bunch of things like internally. But I'm keeping that on. Well, because now I have to figure out the music by, like, Wednesday. By Wednesday? Yeah. We got it. Don't worry. Okay. Is there a band? Is there a band? No, I was like a DJ. Just a DJ? Yeah. He so what, what's cool. the point? Vinyl or MP3s? Huh? Definitely vinyl. MP3s. It's definitely going to be a computer hooked up to Spotify. Yeah. They'll hit play and then... So, yeah, what's the figure out the music? I got to figure out what, it, what it's going to be for, shit. like, the walking out part. Oh. You know? Because we just did a, a wedding that was like all types of crazy. Mm-hmm. James coming out to James Bond music. Okay, not gonna we, do any the of that best fancy men stuff. came out to the Star Wars Throne music. It was, it was really cool. I'm they not did a good lie. job. So you you can't you're one you're, you officiated. Mm-hmm. Did you come out to the Cantina song? I didn't come out. I didn't have music. I will officiate, but I do not want to make this about me. Sure. I was like, I do not want to say my name during this. I don't want to do everything. Because like my friends get all like, Tim Gettys is all famous now. Blah, blah, blah. Was it your idea like, to pull don't out the selfie stick? Shit. Or was that No, theirs? that was not my okay, idea. Okay, I figured it was not theirs. Not my idea. I figured it was theirs. I did take a selfie during that. <laughs> like I did at Scott and Cindy's. Yeah. It's pretty, Stealing my material now. Missy did. She's smart. Fucking bitch. Smart girl. <laughs> if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greggy show each and every week. Four, sometimes five. Best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get a whole bunch of perks, goodies, and exclusives and watch the show early. How early, Kevin? It's live now. It's live now. You can watch it as recorded right now live or wait until Friday when we post early video and MP3 access or wait and get it for free on youtube.com slash kindoffunny Monday through Thursday, topic by topic, day by day until it goes up as one big video and MP3. I wish I could do the tongue click like or whatever the drag queens do because it needs that at the end. What? You can't do it either. What? I don't know what, what it is. Drag queens do. Uh, I have to pull up a clip. The tongue pop. The tongue pop. No, I can't. I don't know how to do it, so I'm just. Gonna... I don't even know what you're talking about. I just want to be included. All right. I went. <laughs> someone, someone, say something while I look it up. I went uh, to a gay bar on Friday for the first time in forever, and I did not see any drag queens or hear anything. I, didn't, I don't know what the tongue. What are they clicking? At? Super curious. Like, is it a good click? Bad click? Alyssa Edwards, like she was the best at it. So, all right. 
Um, let me see if there's just a quick way to do it. Uh, here's someone's video. Let me just like play the audio. Sure, I'm also sure, very sure. interested what he's like this. That's not tongue popping. Some people tongue pop like this. That's tongue popping, but it's not glam. This not glam. is tongue popping. Oh, Jesus. Hey How do you get it up there? That's I don't know. Like I got to do with your shoes. We got to watch. I still don't understand what you it gotta, is. You gotta it's a really shakes. harsh. It's just the noise you make, but Alyssa Edwards. But what's she it was, supposed to mean? It's just kind of a good way to like. I, there's probably a real meaning, but for me, it's like it's just a like a like a very loud, literal way to put a period mm. at the end of a something. Like, mm. like if I was trying to zing you and I was like, like, oh, you walked out in that shirt today. Like, oh, no comment from you. And then I'd like, I like the shirt. That's why I said that. Damn. No, you. Tim's shirt game is. I, un, I don't un, like this shirt. Beyond at all. reproach. Uh, too light, man. For too like, light. Uh, the the dots. No, oh, I, I think like it, I think it goes uh, with it the tan. Adds. It works. It, it, it does, does go with the tan. Are you, you here's the one thing I was wondering after looking at you today, Tim, and <laughs> yeah. thinking about you. Are you wearing an undershirt, or no. are you just okay? Is, is the nips out? No, no, no. It was just the fact that usually Hawaii changed when them. your V starts going <laughs> deep. I see the top of the 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 old it's white. It's too hot for that shit. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. We don't play no games out here in the RGV or whatever. Yeah, the hell exactly. No, that's right. Yeah, it's Rio Grande Valley. Yeah, yeah. I learned that yeah, while you were gone. Yeah, Rio Grande Valley. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Cena, hey, you're making hey. a book called Iceman. Yes, you write yes. this. You write Iceman right now. Yes, for Marvel Comics. Iceman. We like comics a lot. I like comics a lot. We like your comic. I like my comic too. I like you guys. Oh, so thank this you is so perfect. Much. No, yeah, yeah. This it's, is gonna be great and not oh, don't not get, uh, don't get stressful. Uh -oh. oh no, it's not gonna be stressful at all. Just talking to us two hours about it, whatever we want to come up with. Don't worry about it. Not worried in the slightest. I can How the fuck it. did Iceman happen? Uh, I'd been working with an editor at Marvel Comics here and there for a little bit, and I really wanted something besides like a 10 page annual once a year, yeah. um, a 10 page story once a year. And, um, I actually like cold pitched <laughs> a generation. Is that, yeah. I get it. Well, Iceman, Iceman. That was really good. It, oh, and also it's really hot here today. Yeah. And so the fan's on. So if you hear a fan in the background, you got to suck it up. Otherwise we die. Your words, not mine. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I had actually pitched them uh, Generation X before I knew that they were going to do it. Because I was like, oh, I really, like, this is what I would do with Generation X. I'm just trying to show you, like, I'm, I'm your idea man. Like, you know, you, you got to work with me. I'm just full of them. And uh, they were like, yeah, cool, no. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then one day, uh, the editor, my editor at the time, Daniel Ketchum, was like, hey, so we're going to, we're gonna do something with Iceman because he came out like two years ago and nothing ever really happened with that. Like, what would you do? And uh, I wrote, you know, I wrote a little pitch document, and I just didn't. I always talk about this, but I like just didn't think that it was gonna be. I didn't think I was like up against anyone. I just thought it was like very conversational. Like I was like, oh, well, yeah, here's what I would do. And um, and then yeah, and like this is like the most like stupid thing and I was like and then I got the job um, but no I think it came from that it came from not being stressed and not trying to like keep up with any Joneses yeah. and just think like what would I like what what shits do I give about this guy mm. and uh, yeah and I'm really happy with it so you know for people who are not aware um, I believe it was what 2015 or 2014 that he came out I think out. it was 14 because we were still at IGN at the time really so. I, see and this is the thing is like I'm you know a DC kid I'm reading more Marvel now than ever reading Marvel Unlimited try to catch up on the big stuff and I'm reading stuff week to week I didn't I missed this happening I didn't remember this happening and then when you obviously started talking about hey I got the book here's what it is I was like oh okay 
Do you remember it? Well, when- so me and Kev went back, and uh, when they did the whole thing where the X, the original X Men, there's the time displacement or whatever. And right. What was that storyline called? It's just, they relaunched X Men. Well, it was I remember like, this. It led to Battle for the Atom. I know what that that was the yeah. that was what the like culmination of all that was. But that was when Bendis started. Was he brought those kids back? Yeah, and the, that was a really cool run, and yeah. they did all that, and it was around there because there was the the young Bobby Drake, and then. And that, so there was two Icemen. And that's the thing. And they, he talks about this in issue one. That's where I was like double backing, trying to figure it out. Because young Bobby Drake coming into current time is he he's is it I didn't since I didn't read that. I didn't get the one thing. Young Bobby Drake's here and he's like, mm, I'm gay because it's like, OK to be gay. In so, our time. yeah. I'm like, oh, hey, guys. No. So what happened is um, <laughs> uh, in in Uncanny X-Men 600, I believe, Jean Grey is like, yo, bro, like she can read his mind and she's younger. And so like, she just kind of spells it out for him. And he's like, oh, okay. And then they go and they talk to the older Bobby Drake. And uh, it's kind of like the logic is like, if he's gay, like you're him. And then the older Bobby Drake is just like, fuck. (laughs) Like, he's like, I just so didn't want to deal with this. Like, I just so wanted to keep it deep down inside and not have to like be persecuted for another thing and not have to like defend myself over and over again. Um, and then, so they did that. And, and then after that storyline, they kind of were building towards, uh, inhumans versus X-Men. And so they, there wasn't an opportunity for kind of character development for the older Bobby Drake. Um, and that's where this series comes in. It's like, okay, well with that in mind and with him kind of, uh, you know, addressing parts of himself he didn't want to deal with, like, how does that apply to a superhero comic? Um, and I'm having a blast with it. And I think readers are finally, like, starting to trust me a little bit. In the beginning, they were like, nah, this guy doesn't have it. Um, <laughs> and then with this, with issue five... That's where you turn the corner? Check I think so. Well, I did some cool, like, Omega Mutant stuff with him. And then people were like, oh, okay. Like, all the, like, lame stuff was a buildup. <laughs> all to, the like, lame stuff. All the character development and all the real <laughs> shit. Yeah, all the lame stuff. Well, he goes against, like one purifier in the first issue but to me i'm like he's at a hospital his dad's in the hospital he's thinking about the civilians like that's why this purifier kind of is like keeping up with him so to speak and the purifier is also super armed but it is just like one purifier against an omega level mutant so like you know fans are like um and then the second issue both his and kitty pride's powers are like going haywire so they don't use them and Mm -hmm. and so yeah it was just one of those like people thought it was a little tame and I was just building, I was just ramping up, but you know, attention spans, people don't have them anymore. <laughs> was that hard for you? I mean, to, you're, you're setting off on this narrative. You have a storyline in mind and you're taking it on the chin right away. I like, well, I like the challenge of having to like think quick and think fast and, and you know, re- I don't know, like some people would maybe get like ticked off, but I think it's kind of the notes I'm getting and the feedback I'm getting in terms of trying to tell the story at a quicker pace is making for better storytelling. Like, uh, I, this is like not a humble brag cause I'm still like, I was very intimidated by this, but like, like I got on a call with Axel Alonso and he was like, I read everything you wrote, man. It's looking good, but you're taking too long. Like, this is my idea. Like he didn't say it like that. He was like, this yeah. is, this is what I would suggest. Not this, you know, I'm putting something you have to do, but he was like, this is what I'd suggest is like, He's like, I love Doc Hen in the book. Like, I think Bobby needs to come out on that issue. And then he fights Juggernaut. And originally it was going to be like he came out, I think, like in the sixth issue. So he pushed things like two issues forward. Um, and and he when was you're just, saying come out, what do you mean? To, to his to parents? To his parents. Okay, to his parents. Sure. Yeah. Just make sure 
sure so if somebody hasn't read. By the way, we're spoiling all five issues, so you should just go back. I mean, but it's like the journey, you know? Sure. It's oh, like, no, it's I like love definitely. it. It's like what happens, not how. No, it's how it happens, not what happens. There mm. we go. <laughs> <It's not like laughs> whatever gets you to buy the fucking book, that's what it is. Yeah, it's whatever validates $3.99. You know? like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, it, it's cool because it just like, it was like, oh, like, whoa, like, now I'm making this book that like every page 20 is like a cliffhanger and like, it's like, oh, that's cool. Now I'm like, oh, every, like I try to think of it and I'm, it, it isn't always like that, but I do try to like find a way to sort of make everything feel like a season finale as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there'll be a stretch of Game of Thrones episodes where you're like, how is this only episode four? Yeah. I have six more left. I'm fucking ejaculating. Um, so I want to do. That's Tim every time. Have his every time. Love it. I didn't see the zombie dragon yet. It's there. What are you doing? I know. Writing. Are you busy? You're too busy for Game busy. of Thrones? Take, take yeah. like two hours off and watch yeah, the man, rest of the episodes. It. It's so, so good. Worth it. I was catching up on Peaky Blinders, which probably isn't the right Peaky answer. Peaky Blinders. Blinders. Don't know what that is. I've heard of it. I forget what it is, though. It's like it's like Downton Abbey meets like Sopranos. Okay. Okay. Quite, quite, quite. Yes, it's violent and guns. Anyway, but yeah, that's that's a, like that's guns. writing this book. There's probably more to say about it, but um, yeah, I love it. It's cool. Is it an ongoing or is there like an end to it? There's an ongoing, but like, or there's an end in the sense of like, you just can't, you never know what the market. So I kind of like, I treat it like TV seasons where it's like, okay, and if that's the end, that's the end. Gotcha. Um, but I also am like, however, if it's not the end, here's where he goes next. Um, but in my head, if I'm like, if I'm super lucky, I'd get two years on this. Like I'd get 25 issues if I, you know, that's in, that's my best case scenario. Gotcha. Yeah. So is it that far planned out for you? Um, for me, it's planned out like, no, yes and no. Cause there's things I wanted to do with 24 issues that Marvel was like, that's a long game. Like, and back to the advice of like, you know, things need to hit like quicker. Um, so I've scrapped my long game idea, but I do have broad strokes that could go as far as like 20 issues. But the thing I, there was like a love story I had in my head. Um, but it's just not, it's not going to happen. He's not going to find love in this. Well, that I can't answer. Okay. But mm, I don't know. I don't know if I want to answer that at all. Okay. Don't. But I, I mean, give say, me on, as, as, it's just like for me reading it, right? And like, again, having missed the or, the original coming out storyline, right? Or the announcement and the change and then cat, but picking up because I'm your friend and fan. I'm reading through it. And like when, you know, when his parents ask him, like, have you been with a man yet? And he's like, oh, well, this is an inappropriate question. But no, it's just like, oh, it's, I wonder if I'm going to get to see that in this book. And even the tension, not even the tension, but like when he's with Draken, right? And they're like in their dancing Daken. and they're right close. I can't pronounce words. And they're right, <laughs> right there face to face. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that, oh, that, that, I, right. like, I like I had no uh, logical reason. Like I had no like narrative purpose for that scene besides <laughs> like. I was like, this is some cool ass like CW shit that I would get into if I was reading this book. Like we got to have these men in fucking fly suits, like dancing with each other. And my editor was like, but like, don't you think you're pigeonholing? I was like, no, no, no. Like I'll figure it out. I'll figure out where the story goes. Like, don't worry. Like I was just building around that. I was building around the dance sequence here. Let's find it. They have this like really sexy, like cutie. When I was reading it, right. What it was like to me, it was cool to see them do it and it not be abnormal or weird because it is the fact of this is like you've seen in every spy movie cool Cool, guy cut to this shot or okay Oh, you want to go sky camp? Well, it's going to be out of focus. Oh, well, we'll get Where it. Where do I focus. go? Boom. And then, yeah, there you go. Look at that. Come back a little bit. And then Look over here, that. that's really sexy. Like, yeah. yeah. Bobby, well, that, and that like, was the thing where it read like any other James Bond or Black Widow, right? Of them like getting in there in their dress of the nines. They're in there and they have to, they're like dancing with somebody that's really their enemy, but is also sexy. Yeah. But usually I mean, it's hetero. 
Yeah, and I guess that's the thing is like there. I'm very uh, respectful about where different tastes are in terms of reading this book about you know like a homosexual character, and I get that not everyone just wants to like see a bathhouse in comic book form. Um, but with that, I was just like, okay, like I don't really need to be sensitive about this. Like I don't think this is going to make anyone so uncomfortable that they would complain about it. Plus those suits look good. I, <laughs> I drew them in the letters column. You see my sketches where I like gave it to the artist. Cause I was anyway, but yeah, uh, that happened and, and I'm trying to think of, Oh yeah, I knew that was going to happen. And then I knew, uh, that the whole issue doc N calls Bobby uh, snowflake. snowflake, which I fucking love. And then I just like put in some fucking gay rage. Uh, <laughs> cool. Right, can you go to that one again? Boom. Dang. Um, where he just Bobby just like throws like him into the, yeah. with when he comes over snowflake. and leans on it while talking to him and he's screaming. I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I thought that was too. Yeah, but uh, those were the main things I knew and I just like built the plot around that. I was like, okay, how do those things happen? Like, what do I do? And and it worked out. But yeah, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with this book. It's teaching me a lot about storytelling uh, for someone who like, you know, studied in school and has worked under some pretty big people who are good storytellers. I was just like, how am I still learning? <laughs> and then I remember the advice I give people, which is like, you're always a student. <laughs> yeah, but nobody wants to hear that. No. They want to master their craft and know everything. I'm not a master of any craft. Oh, I don't believe that. I'm the master of baiting? I don't know. Yeah, yeah okay. There you go. There you go. So did you like Bobby Drake as a character before you were responsible for doing this? Like, did he speak to you? That was the that was the thing that got me the job. Like no, like he was just always around. I probably I had like maybe one or two Iceman action figures growing up in my mid twenties, and I just thought like he was just always there. And I look I thought about that and I was like, oh, he's just kind of hiding in plain sight. Like he's he's that guy who you don't really stare at too hard because he's deflecting, deflecting. He's the funny guy. The funny guy comes in and comes out. Like you all know comedians there. You use humor to hide in plain sight. Um, and so I just ran with that and, and someone got mad at me because I said that like it, like I like have finally like kind of fallen in love with the character. Like now that I've like stared at him a lot and someone just like, misunderstood what I was saying and on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Mm. What a surprise. Understand. Wow, 140 hmm. characters didn't convey the whole point. But, oh no, it was an interview. Anyway, whatever. Twitter, <laughs> the end. But the person was just like, oh, like now that he's gay, you love him, everything else. I was just like, no, fool. Like, you're getting it wrong and I'm not going to reply to you because it's just going to blow up in my face. So I'm just going to say this on Kind of Funny instead. Damn right. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, that's a screen. Oh, yeah. Sure it's is. It's big LED. I thought those were real. <laughs> you would be the first. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, when you get approached, are you getting approached because you're gay and that you're a prominent comic book writer, or is it that they knew you, or how did how did it work? I mean, you talked about I'm, it, right? Do you pitch Iceman or something? I'm sure it was all of those things. The yeah. I mean, you know, because Marvel is working really really tirelessly. Really, I can say really more often. Um, they're working tirelessly to give more Kamala cons, you know, mm, mm. like to just successfully artfully masterfully bring you a new modern hero that speaks to not just, you know, like the kinds of straight white dude stories we've been reading. Um, I think they pulled it off with miles Morales. Yeah. Um, so yeah, with Bobby Drake, they were like, okay, we want to do this, but it like, like first things first, it should definitely be a gay dude writing it. And then my editor said to me it was because of all the memoir stuff I was doing at Image Comics. Like he was like you like you you reflect a lot. Like you can you can bring a sort of depth and characterization to this that 
I don't know, you know, which other candidates can. Mm. Um, so yeah. And then also having had a relationship and proving that I can meet deadlines and having a reputation in the industry for being a skank that helped. Of course. As long as everybody knows you, right? This comic con tramp mm-hmm. all over San Diego. You know me. So here's my next question then in that, in that, in that vein <laughs> is the fact that when you're making your, your memoir stuff, are you mm-hmm. worried any time about that being a turnoff to a Marvel, to a DC, to a big company? I mean, you put out a comic called the nine weirdest dicks I've sucked. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that. like, that, yeah. that's awesome. It was awesome, but it was just like, huh, you're like, re- you're, you're, you're alternative and you're rebelling, but then you're working for Marvel too. Well, I mean, like let's, I know we're supposed to be funny here, but let's no, get, you can do whatever you want. Well, no, but to get real, like I've, I've had some pretty like low points in my life and like, well, yeah, you're aware of that stuff, Yeah. but I don't know. Like if you come back from wanting to die, like nothing matters and, and nothing scares me in a lot of ways. I say that and someone's going to like hack my bank accounts now, but <laughs> bank account singular, there's nothing to hack. <laughs> <laughs> Take all the debt you want. Yeah. You want that U S bank debit card? Go for it. Um, it all $70 are yours, but you know, it, I just don't care. You know what I mean? I've, I, I've done everything I've wanted to do. And so everything now is kind of like gravy mm. and I've tried to to do things to make people happy and to to do myself uh sort of on terms of other people's expectations and it's just miserable i don't want to i don't want to be that person so like i will i will just be completely honest and if it doesn't work i walk away like i just walk like if it doesn't happen then i stop doing comics and that's okay i've done a fuck ton of comics like i don't what else is there to do you know what i mean like i'm writing in the office that i want to write in like i don't I don't have aspirations for anything else besides like just doing more of this and having fun. So, you know, no, I'm not like, I wasn't scared of it. I did think about it. I was like, why'd they hire me? Like, (laughs) (laughs) but at the end of the day, I, I, you know, I I try to be a respectful person when it comes to other people's toys and other people's sandboxes. And I've done a lot of licensing work, you know, and I understand where I fall with larger bureaucracies. So I think that's what makes me suitable is like I can be me and I can go over there and do weird me things. And the nice aspect about uh, big two shoppers is it's really hard to get them to go look at your creator owned work. So like, mm. like they don't even know half the time <laughs> yeah. who I am and what I've been up to. And like, like someone said, I was like, they were like, you're a breakout. I was like, breakout. I've been at this since I was 15. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's my time. I'm a, I'm like the John Hamm, like famous after 30 or whatever. You're making, was yeah. He, was he working a lot or was he just working a few years before Mad Men? You would no, know. He was working a lot from what yeah. I've seen. Of course, he's a Mizzou grad just like myself. M-I-Z. And then John's watching so Home Alone you, you piqued my interest with this dick book. What, okay. what is it? Um, it's a book called The Nine Weirdest Dicks I Sucked. And do not, please, just out of out of uh, courtesy to me, you can show the cover, but don't show the page. Oh, I was going to show it to Tim. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah I know. Um, you can go buy it on it was cinegrace.com. Cine, oh, yeah, my big cartel website is just my name.bigcartel.com. But it's, uh, I was at Emerald City Comic Con one year, and we were just talking, like, I was talking about this one dick I sucked, and it was really a weird dick, and I drew well, it, and people were like, oh, my God, I want to see a book of this. And then... So I like went and made these like little zines using a sheet of paper, like for all you DIY kids it's out very there. Very good cover. It's so inappropriate. <laughs> um, but so I made this like little sort of. It, originally, it was the six weirdest. Oh, okay, but then you found three more. 
Yeah, and there's a bonus one in there. As yeah, you saw. I know, but I don't want to. That's you know, that's a, <laughs> that's a thing. Exactly. I don't want to throw people off yet. I don't wanna... But it, and here's the thing for anyone listening, we can't see the comments, which is probably for the better. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a celebration. I think everything and everybody is weird, but these ones were just very peculiar in a funny way, mm. um, in a fun way to draw. So. Yeah, I did that. Uh, the little zine, like, I just kept selling out. And everyone in Artist Alley was, like, super digging it. Like, all these people who I, like, was like, oh, my God. Like, they're talking back to me. <laughs> like, like I think I gave one to Babs Tar. And she was like, cool. And I was like, Babs, oh, awesome. Babs Tar just said cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know? I know, yeah. I know. We're I'm, big Babs fans. Who isn't? Yeah, exactly. Who isn't, actually? Uh, uh, monsters. People who have no taste, I think, in art and comics and stuff like that. Fair. Okay. Yeah, fair. fair. Okay. Good. Fair. Good. Good. Someone working at an Albertson somewhere doesn't like her. <laughs> um, and then yeah, and, and because of that, again, when when that kind of reaction happens, or when you get that kind of response, you just sort of double down and do more of it. And then I yeah, I did it as the zine you saw there, paid a month's rent in profits. Like, I'm really happy with it because it turns out pretty much everyone wants to buy it except for lesbians. Huh. Straight dudes want to buy it because they want to see if their dick. It's weird, weird in comparison. Mm-hmm. No, these are weird dicks. There are some weird ass dicks in there. The one with the urethra pointing down or whatever. I was like, oh, what the hell is that? Oh sense. my god, I have a name. I know what that. I'll text you later. I, that's a <laughs> clinical disorder. condition. It's a yeah, it's a disorder. Okay. I found out. Mm. Um, huh. Yeah, there's yeah, there's just very peculiar things or half circumcised or so on and so forth. The job. Couldn't get the job done. Half yeah, circumcised. Yeah, yeah. No, that was actually the disorder, but it makes it look oh, like... Oh, uh, now I feel like an asshole. Mm. No, well, you know, I, I feel like an asshole for putting it in book form, but... Uh, yeah, did you talk to any of these guys about, hey, I want to put your dick in this book? Or did you just name the dicks? I changed the names. Yeah. But what's sad and sort of makes me feel really, really bad about myself is, uh, for the most part, like, everything's a net positive representation of your weird wiener. And then there was one person whose wiener was just, like, bad weird, and uh, and he ordered the book online, and I was like, "LOL!" Like, I'll just like, "Why'd you buy it?" And he's like, "Oh, to support." And I was like, "You didn't have to do that. I'll just give you a free one." And it was just like a whole thing. I was trying to like return his money and try to not give it to him. And then finally, I just had to like suck it up and be like, "Well, he's about to find out that like he's got something that isn't necessarily anyone's cup of tea." It was just very. <laughs> <laughs> That was the one I felt really bad about, but I put it in the mail and I was just like, never talk to you again. Yeah. He Did never, he ever talk to you? No, he stopped talking to me. Yeah. yeah. That'll do oh, it. No. That'll do yeah. it. Seeing your dick in a weird yeah. dick book. That's People really like their dicks. Yeah. But one of them, but one of them loves it. He's tickled. He's like, he's like, I look, he's like, he's like, it's the greatest. He's like, I'm not going to tell everyone, but I love telling my gay friends. Oh yeah. So, so gay men love the book for obvious reasons. And then straight women love the book. Cause like, they like finally get to talk about dicks with someone. Sure. That was the thing. I was running my wife through all your work and I'm like this and little depressed one. I'm like, you've seen the art. I have it framed right there. And this, that, and the other. And she's like, all right, cool. And then she's like, and, uh, and I'm like, you do this thing about dicks. She's like, what's the dick book? She's like, can <laughs> I see the dick book? I'm like, God damn it. Here you go. See? Yeah. I got to do a hardcover version, like a nice, do a nice coffee table format. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the 20 weirdest dicks. Well, and then also <laughs> like some, you know, past tense bedfellows ordered it wondering if they were in it. And I was like, what? What is weird about like being just like straightforward, circumcised in like five inches? And they're like, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, and that's the reason why straight dudes like to look at it because they just like everyone assumes something's wrong with them. We all want to feel like our dick's normal. Yeah. And this is the best way to look at the weird dicks. Yeah. Yeah. I got a normal dick. I don't think I'd make the book. 
No. no. Which makes me sad. <laughs> you'd make the book. Just you'd make the nine most milk toast dicks I've sucked. <laughs> yeah. They're all just very similar looking going on there. There it is. This is great. This is perfect. Right after. This is what I brought you in for. That's I'm what okay I'm with it. Okay, cool. Just I'm making good. sure. So here's the thing. So t- you run me through where it all starts for you. Because I want to talk. We're talking about the dick suck book. Then there's self-obsessed. But then there's a bunch of other like autobiographical stuff you've done, right? Yeah. So did you always set off to do that? And like you even mentioned it in your show, which we'll have to talk about too. You're, you, know, you know what I mean? You make me sound so accomplished. You fucking are. <laughs> no, I mean, like that's the thing of like okay. why when I was like, I'm trying to pitch people, I'm like, well, he's doing Iceman now, but you worked at Skybound. You edited mm-hmm. Invincible, right? Yeah, it was Robert's editor on on all of his books at the imprint. Yeah, yeah. So in like, because that was how I think I, f- it took forever for me to put it together as, you know, I'm reading comics, but I'm not paying too much attention to everything, right? And it was that I found Little Depressed Boy and I'm reading that, right? Right. And Struble writes it. You draw it. Yes. Uh, and I'm reading that. I'm enjoying that. And then it was like I was your name so distinct that mm. I finally was mm. reading Walking Dead letters. And I noticed oh, scene. I'm like, wait, is this, it is the same person or whatever. And I was like, there can only be one in comics. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, to see you go and start doing all at least now that's on my, you know, I'm looking for it to see you put out self-obsessed to see you make a YouTube show about self <laughs> self-obsessed is like there's so many in what you're doing. There's so many reflections of what we do in terms of like, hey, we're going to do this thing and we're going to make a bunch of different versions of it and we're going to get it out to our audience. and We know there'll be an audience for it. Yeah. So is there a question? In there? Yeah. Sorry. Well, sorry, I was setting it up why you're awesome. But then um, I when you start it. start off to do comics, where does that start? Like, why did you know as a kid you wanted yeah. to write or draw or you just want to be in comics and something? I wanted to draw them as a kid. It's okay. in my and it's in self obsessed. The the book too. my my yearbook from fifth grade mm. when it has your career aspiration. Like, you know, everyone else said what an astronaut. I said comic book illustrator. Yeah. And you did it. Nailed did it. it. Yeah. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here. Yeah. Now I'm here. <laughs> kind of I'm, funny. I'm upstairs. This is a big deal. We're upstairs. You're above. You're above Comic Outpost Experience, who often has Iceman in the window. Oh, I've sent you photos before because I'm like, this is so cool. It's well, that is cool. It's cool when I see my name, like when it's my full name on a Marvel thing. You're like, what? Yeah, yeah that's that neat. Is awesome. It this is isn't cool. a book so, I self-published about Sarah Jessica Parker. You were you're an editing. You were mm-hmm. an editor at mm-hmm. Skybound. What does that mean? Um loads of things for for image comics type books because you have to it's kind of like a production manager for like film and tv like you just have to make sure or maybe production coordinator or all of the above but you have to make sure that everything's coming out on time like that the artist is getting the script with enough time to draw the script with enough time to give it to the colorist um then you have to like make sure there are no problems with anything the whole way through like not just typos but like that the files are being mm. submitted properly um and then for some books i would have to do some like like low key formatting to get to different people like on walking dead i would take charlie's art and put it on um the right template and then get that to cliff rathburn who would then upload the entire book you know and do all the gray tones and then Russ Wooten would do lettering over those files, but like you would have to make sure because weird little things happen when you're on deadline. Like, you know, people rush and sometimes like something doesn't get rendered and it can get real close to the finish line with like that there. And you're like, Oh shit, that panel has no grayscale, like, um, or gray washes. And yeah. And so, yeah, you have to do that. You have to make sure everything's turned in correctly. Um, you have to check for continuity. Mm. You have to do the letters columns. Um, you also have to like, prep your materials for sort of like the convention cycle. Um, Walking Dead 100 was 
maybe like the pride and joy of working there just because it had like 17,000 covers. One of them was lenticular or whatever, the yeah, old school. Yeah. Um, and at the time people weren't really doing that. So like when Robert brought it up, we had to like find a company <laughs> that could make these things. And then you had to turn that file. Like you had to, it, it's just so much coordinating. Then when you're adding a printer that is not your go-to printer to get those things to your printer. Like, and then on top of that, we decided we wanted it out for comic con. And so then we had to like change the shipping schedule. So the book came out once every 21 days, um, which is breakneck, especially considering your boss has like a million other jobs um, on a pretty successful TV show. So that's kind of the thing is like minding all of that. And staying on top of it. That doesn't sound fun. No, my stomach's churning thinking about it. Comics sound like they're supposed to be fun. (laughs) No, I don't like that. I don't like that side of it. It's, it, it's fun. And, and it taught me a lot. And it taught me how to like respect everyone, yeah. you know, including production artists who all, you know, you always have to be nice to like the person last in line. Cause they're the ones that always get shit on and have to turn things around in like 20 minutes or, you know, is it like, Oh, Hey, like, uh, can you like letter this whole book in like <laughs> an hour, you know, not, not that bad, but you have to, yeah. You so you have to mind these people and, and find out what they're working on too. Like Russ Wooten is not just lettering Robert books. So it's like, you'd have to be like, Oh, what else do you have on your plate this week? Cause we're going to get you walking dead number, blah, 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 Wednesday afternoon. And you know, so yeah, that's, that's kind of what it is. Mm. Did that answer your, did that? Oh, absolutely. For an editor. Did that give yeah. you cramps? Mm-hmm. Good. Like so when did bit. you start at Skybound? 2010, I think. Okay. Yeah, okay. 2010 to like 2013. Okay, okay. And then so, I pieced out. So they had already been going a while. Things were No, already. I was the I was the first employee of Skybound. Okay. Robert had wow. been doing like that's what had happened was he the show was in production and Robert was about to get super busy. Mm-hmm. And so they were like Robert should be working on these things, not like letters columns and balloon placements and reading through all the fan mail like let's hire someone else to do that. Cause Robert was super hands on up until I came along and then things got so big that he had to start sort of letting other Delegating, people. Yeah. 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 And again, it, as long as like, it, it's really just to make sure that like the thing that matters the most is getting his 100% attention, which is the writing. And like, that's, what's wonderful is he's like such a great leader because he always does his work, you know, and you can't not do your work because <laughs> he's doing his work. Um, so he's a hard worker. You're a hard worker, Bob, Robert, I know you don't like Bob. <laughs> I'm like still like, sorry, sir. Sorry. She shuffled the papers on the way. Yeah. I still, whenever you, I mean, whenever he responds to a tweet, I'm always like, <gasps> I'm like, oh, I've hung out with you before. But yeah, it's still cool. Are you gonna, do you like it? Are you like, ah. oh yeah, of course I like it. Are you kidding me? Yeah, screenshot it, put it in a photo album at home. Do you uh, text him? You're like, no, I, we're reply. not that close for sure. He well. knows that I'm, I'm borderline stalkerish about it. You know what I mean? Like okay. I'm not going to get in there. He knows I have too many invincible questions. I take it as a personal favor that there's an invincible movie kind of happening. You don't think you have kinda just enough happening. invincible questions? No, I got too many. Because Invincible is my favorite of his stuff. Yes. You didn't That's know awesome. that? No. I told him that. Yeah? I tell everyone that. Is that why he fired your ass? Get you out of there? You know, I, yeah, he fired my ass by me volunteer, <laughs> voluntarily leaving um, and giving him all the amount of time to not hate me for leaving. Um, <laughs> no, I love Invincible. Invincible 
I still read. So like Walking you, Dead, I needed a break. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I'm What, after out. coming out of it or just in general lately? Coming out of it. Okay. Coming out of it. Although I'd imagine, I wonder what it's like now. Are you are, are you feeling fatigued? Like I'm you caught up in, on it. And it's, it. Walking Dead's always been more fun to read in batches. Yeah. I just mean the entire like franchise. Like, oh, are you doing yeah. the show, I'm Fear, the show. and Talking? You're over the show? You I'm haven't watched the, the last season? Season seven, halfway through. You watched through. the first episode. I watched oh, three episodes, through. four yeah. episodes. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, I watched the first episode. I was like, I don't know if I could do this for at least a little while. Yeah, wait the trailer for in. season eight, I'm like, all right, you might get me back. But as of now, I'm like, I, I can't. But I'm still in the book. The book is still really, really good. All in on the book. Hmm? All in on the book. I'm running down my meeting. Oh, yes. yes all yes. in on the book. Uh, walking to the TV show. When they came back from mid-season break, this la- I watched all the first half. Came back from mid-season break this last season. I somehow... No one notified me of it, and so I missed the first three. And then it was like, oh, I got three hours on my DVR, and I couldn't. And I finally you have a DVR. Well, yeah, the the Xfinity box. Okay, you know what okay, I mean? okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. all right. And then I was like, fuck it, and I just jumped in towards the end or whatever to catch the few. And you just, out, you just like, how do you do that? Because like, oh, I've, we've terrible. read it, we've read it, we I, know it, what it's happens. Different. It's a different world. I catch up enough or whatever. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing season eight. The trailer was great. Fear the Walking Dead. I can't do. Got Fear the Walking Dead's no. like Fear, a bridge too far. Fear lost him. It was uh, the season two premiere. We watched at your house. Yeah. I was like, I can't. Yeah, because that was the thing where season one, I was like, all right, this is actually better than I thought it was going to be. All right. And then season two was like, we're on season, a boat. Season oh, one, right. it was <laughs> six episodes, if I remember correctly. The first three were so awesome. And it was like, this is what this show was promised to be. It's the outbreak, like as it's happening yeah. in a different place, different time, different everything. Then the last three episodes happened. I'm like, Oh, this is just Walking Dead. And yep. now it's just Walking Dead. And they yeah. skipped a whole bunch of stuff, too. Yeah, there was yeah. a time jump. Well, yeah. Why you get a time jump after three episodes? Yeah, no. The, what's interesting is that this is different and before. Well, that's what I kept saying. Chaos. I'll say it again, and you can go tell people about this one day. Uh-oh. All right, You get okay. Bob on the phone eventually. What they should have done, and I know him and AMC are, but you get him on the phone one day. About it. They should have done was that it should have been Fear the Walking Dead LA, and then yep. season two should have been Fear the Walking Dead Chicago, and it should have been that every time it's the outbreak happening. Oh, it's like a different series. place. Yeah. yeah. Different time period, jump around. Because, yeah, now that we're through it and these people are just surviving or whatever, it's like, well, I, don't, I already got that. I don't need to see that again. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. I'm allowed to just be like impartial. I'm like, I didn't watch it. Yeah. Because I just remember, I remembered watching the season five premiere and being like, I need a break. I'm yeah. good. I'm like, I'm real tired. I can't deal with zombies right now. Yeah, <laughs> I understand that. So then Invincible, though. But it's a though. well-made show. Oh, yeah, no, no. Invincible, though. Let's yes. talk about this some more. Yeah. Your favorite, how do you feel about it ending? Um, You know, I kind of like, I kind of like that it's going to be, when all is said and done, a beginning, middle, end, like, odyssey for mm-hmm. Mark. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. Like, I think... I'm curious to see what happens. There's sort of, I'm scared because it's like, okay, there's what 60 to 80 pages left. And it seems like there's still going to be a lot of fight left to happen. Mm. Um, I don't know for people not, I'm trying not to like spoil anything. I mean, I've talked about Invincible for years. They should have, at this point, if you're not caught up, like you're, you're fucking up. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm well, you know, it's also going to be Robert's like first, ending on a series that like is longer than 30 issues too so like i really want to see how he lands the plane yeah, yeah um yeah. i don't know what are you, are you sad are you happy like because i'm both i i mean it, it's bittersweet for sure kevin's a huge invincible fan huge too. invincible fan and i, I think we share so that where it's like i think invincible isn't great throughout mm-hmm. i think there's times where it's not dipped mm-hmm. in where I, but you know how it's, it's, it's month to yeah. month is always so hard when right. i'm i'm the same way like the i got introduced to walking dead right in college uh my final class uh it was this capstone thing and during the summer my editor gave me these two books it was and that's all that was out was volume one and two of walking dead whoa and i was like oh cool and this is exactly what i want a zombie movie that doesn't end and i 
I, when a new trade would come out, I'd read all the trades before to remind myself of it. And now with month to month, it's that thing where I turn out, I'm like, wait, what's Where's happening? Fuck. Yeah. And, and it was so, <laughs> Invincible was the same Still way where I feel like I, I, you know, love the beginning so much, but I think it's because I was so all in and I kept mm. reading it over and over. And so then when it gets month to month, there's just time where it's like, what was happening and who was this and for a while there were so many threads going where I was just like all right can we get back to what's happening over here with Mark yeah because there's well because there's like all that shit with the Viltrumites but then robots like yeah what's he doing yeah yeah exactly and And yeah he's he's also hard to tell he's so morally ambiguous like it's very yeah I think it's all gonna come together though yeah and that's the thing as as I've noticed I mean like as I feel like we're thundering down the conclusion here because what there's six left five uh seven right we just had five or am, am I off I forget. I thought we had more than that, but it doesn't matter. Uh, I feel like we're actually starting to, rather than peel back the layers of the onion, start closing the onion. Yeah. It's yeah. like Game of Thrones a lot. Yeah. Where it's like, things we're are at a point up. now where things yeah. are getting tied up, and it's like you can kind of see how certain things are going to happen. Yeah. And that's a good thing. We've earned that after all these years. I'm so happy it's ending. Because yeah. I feel like we've been in that world for so long, and I binged so many of the issues when I first started reading it like two years ago. Um, and it's just like they've, there's been so many storylines and so much growth for all of the characters that it hits a point where you are just starting to retread, especially with Robot, I feel. Certain things are like, all right, we've seen things like this. And once they moved off planet and uh, there's the kid growing up and all that, and like it just got a little bit I'm like, you're losing me here a bit. Yeah. And so now I'm like, all right, cool, let's end it. Because it is weird that they did the whole reboot question mark yeah. thing and that right end. before the final ending of yeah. it. Like, I don't know. That, that feels like placed weird to me but uh i think i'm excited that it's ending because i do think there has to be some plan you know like yeah like you saying the landing like how's he gonna land the plane that's a great way to put it it's like you gotta bring this together if you want an editor story like editor gossip um because this has happened in the book now uh we were putting one of those ultimate collections uh together yeah the big the big ones i have those the 12 issue ones not the not the compendiums oh okay and not the slipcase yeah the ones that are the bigger ones, right? Not Full the format. Slipcase, so just trade paperbacks. Hardcover. Hardcover, okay. but no slipcase. Okay. Ultimate collection. Gotcha. Anyway, uh, we're putting it together, and as people are aware, there are like are just raw scripts in the back for people to see, like, oh, how is a comic made? <laughs> um, and it was for the collection that had Invincible 75, and Robert, in his like panel description, uh, was like, oh, Ryan, like, draw this, that, or the other. Because ultimately, like, down the line, Mark is going to be this Y, you know, XYZ to the Viltrumite Empire. Or, like, what is he? He's, like, the heir lord apparent or whatever, you know, like. Yeah. He's a spoiler. Um, you had your chance. Yeah, you had you had so many years. But, uh, but, like, that was, like, I just, like, didn't think, like, oh, I should, I should, like, read everything in this document to make sure there's nothing incriminating. And just, like, one day, I was, like, oh let me just like take a look and make sure there's no bad language. And then I was like, Oh shit. Like if that got to print, I would have been fucking fired. Cause it was like a reveal 25 issues later. Damn. Um, so I caught that, but you wouldn't think you just have to have this brain. That's just like, okay, what can go wrong? And, and how can I find things that I could never expect to go wrong? Like it's nuts. Comic books is like, yeah. Editing is very tough. <laughs> so, Writing is way easier. When you, you get to Skybound, had you already been going in the industry a while? Yeah. Okay. I was an editorial intern at Top Cow in high school. Nice. Um, yeah. Baller. And then um, and then I self-published a lot. Yeah. And I worked, you know, on the high school newspaper and the college newspaper and, like, worked on various publications. So I, I had a lot of experience just, like, making books and putting them together and then writing and drawing them, going to conventions. And so 
that I think is what drew Robert to me was just the hands-on nature of my experience mm-hmm. because image comics is very much like send us the files and then we'll get it to the printer. Like, you know, they have some production artists and whatnot, but really it's on the creator to assemble the book and like get that to them. Like that's not, their job is not to like prep these things because they're a, you know, different business model. Sure. Cause it's the yeah, creator owned everything. They want you doing it. Right. Yeah. 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 So what yeah. do you leave Skybound for? myself okay um yeah it was just very stressful i was drawing uh that series you mentioned the little depressed boy i was working on a graphic novel called not my bag um and i just didn't have a very healthy lifestyle like i was just always stressed out and i was kind of doing a bad job being an editor like just because i was burnt out you know like to do that like nonstop, and to have pursuits of your own it's just like you hit a wall and so i just looked at my finances and cut everything in half and like took the plunge. It was super scary, but I did it still going. What is that? Three years now? Four years, five years. Jeez. Five years. Now I've been time moves quick. It does. Huh? Get married at the end of the month. Walking I dead sure was am. on issue one Oh two. When I left, Jesus, Man. it's on like issue like 340 now, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's the weird thing about it is like going. Did you do you miss it ever? Because I mean, like walking is such a phenomenon. And granted, it was then too, but I mean now it's even more, right? It's everywhere. Oh yeah, when I well, I it's more like I have envy of how Skybound has grown. That company is massive now, as you're all aware. Like you've seen, just like they have like you know a YouTube platform. They have multiple comics. The creator-owned comics are getting like more press than Robert's book sometimes mm. like redneck is skybound, right? Yeah. They um, have a beautiful studio with an led wall courtesy of Matt Scarpino. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, but at any rate, uh, I miss, yeah, I miss not being able to like be a part of its growth in that way. Mm. And to be a part of them sort of developing this like larger infrastructure to do cooler things. Um, I miss that, but I don't miss how hard the work is because everyone works super hard there. There's no department that isn't putting like 110%. Um, So I couldn't do that again for another person. I can only do that for me, like to work. I was going to say, yeah, you act like you don't, that it was so much hard work there. But then again, you're on your, your plate right now or when you're doing a million different things. But like, so you start writing self-obsessed. At at what point do you think you're going to make a YouTube show about it as well? Well, back to kind of not funny. Um, I was in the middle of a depression. I had left LA. Like I had gotten out of this relationship. My grandmother died. I was just like, like I just couldn't do anything. What, what year is this? This was 2014. Um, I think, or 2015, 2000, beginning of 2015. And I was living up here in Oakland. Um, I think we had gotten drinks that, we that, did, yeah. that era. Went to hard water. He drew me a page. It was very nice. You heard it here. Um, and I just was, I was about to give someone one of my like production favors. Like I was about to like be like, oh, let me hook you up with my friend. He'll give you a deal. And then I was like, no, like, no, like these are your favors. Use them for yourself. And then I was like, well, what would you do with these favors? Cause growing up in Los Angeles, like people like that it's just Hollywood's their job and it's not necessarily the glamorous stuff it's also like sound and lighting you know owning a camera blah 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 you're looking at me so intensely I'm listening you're, you're, t- you're, you're weaving too. a story I like to hear it this is what the show's about mm. right Tim you're right Greg 
I'll check. Cool Greg is checking on something that's happening right now. Should no, you're doing great. Cool Greg, call out problems, you see him. Should we pause? No, I think it's for the stream at home. You don't have to worry about it. Kids, okay, are, cool. kids listening on MP3 right now, bopping around in their golf cart. They're around fine. their golf cart. Yeah. Yep. Golf cart. All right. Is that verified? Right now, if you listen to the show while driving a golf cart, I want you to tweet at Cena. With video. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> Please. 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 Um, it's just Robert Kirkman. <laughs> He's like, I'm on set. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is bullshit. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, no. So uh, I was like, okay, well, how do I like, okay, I have all these favors. I don't have money. What's like what? And, and basically when you think about production, like, you know, you don't, you can't like stunts and animals and kids make things expensive. So it's like, well, what can I do that I can shoot inside buildings without any permits, use all of my like actor friends, cash in all of these favors and like also utilize knowing all these like bands that I do art for that I like do for free because I just like them. But like also I'm like, oh, well, like now I have a favor too. Um, besides so, like free concert tickets. So had you already done the book? Was the book already? I did a one shot version of it, like okay. a 40 page version yeah. between burn the orphanage arcs. Okay. And I, I guess I'd talked to Eric Stevenson cause I was like, this is the best I can do right now. I'm going to just do a graphic novel version. And he was like, that's fine. Much love to you, Eric Stevenson. You always like, he always just is like, if it makes you happy, like I'll publish, I want to publish it because I, He's like, you, you doing you is more interesting than like you drawing, you know, work for hire. Sure. Um, so, and, and at that point, I guess the book must have come out or yeah, the book had come out because I remembered, I was like, there's only so much you can do to promote memoir, especially sloppy memoir. Cause it's a sloppy book. What's the pitch of it? Uh, it's just basically a collection of strips dating back to when I was like, 15 and they're all auto bio, but then it's like peppered with um, these like id ego and super ego interviews with like different people in my life. Like, one is this British gay artist named Cena Sparrow. He has my name, he's gay, like, he works in comics, but he lives in London. So, I we interviewed each other, being like, let's see if we have connective tissue. Um, and then I interviewed, like, I had a conversation with my friend Ryan O'Connell, and and then same. I like interviewed Colleen green. Cause she's like this super cool LA punk girl who like has the dream life to me. Like she just does what she wants and takes care of herself and you know, does it well. So that's why she has a following for it. Um, so yeah, it's very, it's what would, what would you call it? Like a, one of those like blankets, like a quilt. It's like a patchwork. Yeah, it's quilt. a patchwork. Mm. Yeah. But and again, to like, so it's his, it's his stories. It's his, sorry, I'm so like intently listening to him and doing driving the show. Like it's his stories and stuff, but like, so not only does he do it, there's an audiobook version of it, and then he starts. Do this not YouTube pursue show. that. It was me super high reading the book out loud. <laughs> After an hour, I go, "All right, if anyone's still listening, email me, and I will finish reading the book to you." Because I, <laughs> I thought it would be, I thought it would be like really funny, like a really funny gag. Like, how do you do a comic book audiobook? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, uh, and on panel two, it's two girls talking, and the first girl says, and it was taking like 15 minutes. Like I was like, this is like every page is like seven minutes because I have to describe everything. <laughs> so I get like through a third of the book, and I'm just like, you know what? This is dumb. I don't like this gag. Like. I'm stopping now, but uploading this because the fucking cover says there's an audiobook. Um, so fucking good. So, so stupid. So stupid. That's so funny. So I, love it. I couldn't even stick get... to my own fucking gimmick. I haven't even listened to it. It stresses me out. I just made the production girl. Like, Do you ever get emails? 
I think a friend did like a like a Twitter friend did, and I was like, no, fuck you, like, yeah. <laughs> like no, I know you. No, you don't, you don't get it. You don't get to that. Do that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm like more like uh, someone who could be a potential like lifer. You know, if I already yeah. have you signed, sealed, delivered, I'll just. I'll just give you a drawing to get over there's, that there's no the audio, audio version of the book. <laughs> but yeah, so I shot this web series and, and uh, Daniel Friedman, the guy I uh, did Burn the Orphanage with, he's like a director. So he pulled in a bunch of favors for me too because with our powers combined, we had like a really sleek and nice slick. Slick or sleek? What do you think? Either one would have gone well, yeah. Either one would have gone well. Slick, right? But we had but like... We had like a no, nice product sleeping. in our hands oh. between my music connections and friends who are in bands giving us music for, you know, no fees and like these actors who I knew and him like bringing in these people like his DP and his like lighting guy. Like we just had like a really nice product on our hands. That's 100 percent true. I remember when you started tweeting about it and hey, we're doing this. I think you emailed me, right? Of like, hey, we're doing this web show. Oh, yeah. I'd love for you to check it out at some point. I was like, all right, cool. And, you know, I think of the quality. I think at the time we were. Yeah, we were still in the spare bedroom. Like, right. And I'm <laughs> like, I know how hard it is to make YouTube content. There's no way seeing I click on the first video. I'm like, motherfucker, this looks like a real show. <laughs> like, it's a real thing. And like uh, the uh, your counterpart in the first episode, who's like, you know, one of the main characters through it, your female oh, Amber, friend. Yeah. Like, she's a real actress that I yeah. recognized from things. I'm like, what the fuck how is he doing this <laughs> yeah and well yeah and then it's anyway so yeah it, it did well enough and then we did a second season which if you want some real drama i do i do definitely. oh my gosh we love this drama was this like show. this was like i you're wondering oh yeah for people who aren't aware like i am sick right now but i'm here pulling this off um but i had just i was like we shot that thing a month after my surgery. Mm. Um, I had, for people who don't know, I had this, I have this disorder in my esophagus called achalasia. I'd gotten 28 pounds underweight. They had to cut me open and cut the muscle out of my esophagus and flip some stomach tissue over so I could swallow food and liquid like normal people do. Um, So a month out of surgery, I had this thing scheduled to shoot. And then on top of that, one of the, investors who was like i'll give you twenty thousand dollars to shoot this second season and then he was like "Uh, actually like money's kind of tight can we get it down to 15 um basically told me like two weeks before shooting that he ran out of money oh no god and i was like i don't know what to do like i don't know what to do like do i keep like what do i do and and i called amber because like true to true to that web series like when i have a problem i call her and she gives me good advice and she was like don't do it she's like you just got out of this thing your health is the most important and i was like even you saying that's making me still want to do it so i'm gonna do it Um, (laughs) but i just had i had to level with everyone and it was really humiliating to go to some people and be like i know i had promised you a rate if you can come down or if you can take you know an extended uh invoice period like it's I'm telling you the truth. Like, this is just going to come out of my wallet, my pocket. You already know what my work situation is. Like, it's just going to take a while. And everyone was great. You know, um, my mom gave me some money. My friend, I'll never forget this. My friend handed me just like a wad of 20s. And he's like, this is to help you out with your shoot. And I was like, oh, um, so people really like came and rallied and we pulled it off. And I looked so sick, but it's fine. Um, but yeah, we got that second season out and, and, and also I was going to direct it myself. And then I brought uh, my friend Kevin in who was actually like supposed to do the first season, but timing didn't work out. And mm-hmm. he and his partner flew down from San Francisco every weekend to direct this thing. And he like cut it. And you know how, you know how expensive all of this stuff oh, is. Yeah. If you oh, do yeah. it, everyone needs board. a Kevin. Happy album. You hear that Kevin, Kevin Sonics and everyone heart of gold. Just like heart our Kevin. 
You're just your smile is amazing. Thank you. You're welcome. I, Does uh, anyone need had water? to learn it? Yes, please. Okay, and sure. Yeah, it's super hot in here. That's why you hear the fan, like we were saying. Kevin, you want some water? I don't think it's that bad. Yes, I'd like Thank some water you. with ice, please. Cool. Just, just doing don't a water we have someone there. for that? Yeah, but he's got to pee. I bet. It's usually what Tim does. That's usually his excuse to get mm, out of here. Mm. Hi, Kevin. He just need, like, he needs he a break. Fascinating. Like, ah, that's what I was saying, here. right? Oh, I know. Yeah, like yeah. when I went early. Also, you, your your work on uh, Little Depressed Boy, fucking love. Oh like, that, man, that I love art that book. is so amazing. Thank you. That's like, yeah, that book is so special to me. Sean, you're probably gonna hear this or see this or. Sorry see, for me he, talking about dicks, but I love you. He's one of those guys I think I've scared off because I think I was too big a fan. You know what I mean? Sean? Yeah. I came I on too strong. So. Really? Scared him off on Twitter, I bet. Yeah. Because I really like that book. Where the fuck is more of that book, you know? Working on it. Sure. Literally. I'll believe that. I, I will send it. you I will send you ink Picture pages. Happen. Okay, fine. Whatever. I can you want to see it. You know what? Hold on. Oh. No. Yeah. I can do this. You watch yourself. Well keep talking. I can talk. No, this is what I was talking about. And this for your I know you've watched some of the content here and there. You know, the show usually has topics. But I, when we came in, when I said you were coming in today, I was talking to Tim about it. I was like, we can't, I don't think we should do topics. I think we should just talk because there's here's so much a, to talk here's about. Here's a page you. before I scanned it. Mm-hmm. You haven't seen this page before, have you? I haven't. No, that's a new page. That's mm-hmm. real. That's a real page. Mm-hmm. All right. So in another four years, I'll probably see this book. Here's another page. Okay. So it's being worked on. Okay, cool. I believe you. Yeah, so, I believe you. Right. I'm excited. I want to see it. Uh, see also, this last issue was phenomenal. Thank you. Yeah, like especially the ending and like the the climax of like how that story has been building out without being too spoilery. Like I really loved it and the stuff that you were. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into it, but I it, say we do it. I, everybody should read Iceman. We've said that a million times. Hey, Joey's bringing waters back. Thank, Thank you, you, Joey. Oh, right. That happens. Oh, you know? no. Nobody knows who's that water. That is. I think that's mine. It's mine. No, no not that one. His. No, I had the oh. exact same glass. Trust As me? me. Yeah. We both had kind of funny ones. Okay. Excellent. No, I want to talk about Iceman. I want to spoil stuff for Iceman. It's five do issues it. in. You should read it and do everything. And it's been out a week. That's like seven months in internet time. Exactly. That's true. I, are, is the internet like dog ears? Like 20 minutes is just like... Last two. week's new... Last week's stuff is like... It feels like a year ago. So yeah. Can I also tell you like... Please do. I just have so many, so many scary dystopian thoughts running at all times. Like I'm just very like... I tell my boyfriend this. I'm like, I'm just scared that this is the last chapter of mankind. Like I really thought we would have like a hundred years before we'd have to see some of this fucking Ray Bradbury shit go down. Mm. And it's like, no, like I like I, I like worry so much that like it's just like done. Like to me, I think like it's like, oh, they'll never work on climate change because like it's just a constant like barrage on the media cycle and the news cycle. So like, why would they want to get rid of that? They can control us. I'm getting all like crazy, like the, the dude with the golden shovel in Twin Peaks, you know, you got to shuffle your way out of the shit. Um, I just get so scared. Like I like I have this whole concept for a comic book and now I'm not going to do it because I'm going to say it here and someone else is going to do it. No way. Don't, I don't worry. Everybody, this is copyrighted. Yeah, yeah, I already, I already copyrighted. <laughs> That's how that this. works. But like, I had this whole thing where it's like, you know, kind of like, like a little bit like Spike, like like a little bit like her that movie, and a little bit yeah. like The Lobster, and a little bit of like Snowpiercer. But like, this future where just like everyone's living in pods, you know, and they're just like embracing VR, complicit, like no drama about it. Like everyone's just like VR is great. Sounds good so far. And this guy <laughs> like falls in love with this girl. Or it could be a guy falls in love with a guy or a girl falls in love with a girl. But for some reason, Stop this is pushing t- your gay agenda. I think I do want this to be super heteronormative for some reason. I'm like, it's just a guy for a girl. I don't know. Like, I don't. This one's not gay. But um, <laughs> but uh, he like he's like, oh, like we should like, let's do it. Like, let's meet IRL. And she's like, whoa. And and so then when they try, they realize that it's a lot like they're like, oh, like I can't. I thought I was like 
you know, willfully in here. And then it sort of turns into this whole escape thing and them fighting to find each other. And the I wanted to like see if I could still find a happy ending out of it. And basically like the massive like Snowpiercer twist is that like this is all one big scheme to like keep people from like not wasting so many resources if you just keep them in these fucking pods, like not moving or doing anything. Um not consuming yeah. so many plastic Oh, these aren't plastic, no. damn. Yeah. So many plastic toys. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, and then, like, so the Earth is regenerating after all this, like, stuff. And, like, so when they finally do find each other and, like, learn about all this crap, they actually, like, are in paradise because the Earth is, like, beautiful and green and there's no one there. And so it's, like, just them. And they're able to, like, be together. I like that. Do that. Yeah. You should make that. You can still do that. Max Landis yeah. came on and pitched a whole movie and then they sold it to Netflix. Did he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a real son of a bitch. <laughs> by beat. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I'm just recording this. Like, this yeah. is just for me to like, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. He like cuts the clip it. and sends it to them. And he's like, let it yeah. roll in, let it roll, let it roll. I love that. But yeah, no, anyway, sorry. Yeah. I got real dystopia. It's fine. Man there for me. It's okay. It's, it's bad. It's understandable. Things are scary. We know it's you got this you got North Korea doing stuff. Never it's a lot going on. Yeah. Wildfires. Yeah. In LA. Earthquakes. Is that still in LA? Oh, that was yeah. multiple hurricanes. Yeah. I saw that from the freeway. I could see it. It looked like Lord of the Rings shit. That's scary as fuck. It's yeah. real. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Keep making comics. Keep making. Yeah. Keep. Keep, keep making. Going. Keep fucking using trees up. <laughs> I'm thinking about that too. I'm like. I'm like. I should use recycled paper. And I'm like. Nah, I'm tired. <laughs> but I should. Like I went to UC Santa Cruz. I know how to be a practical activist. But I'm just tired now that I'm 24. Oh yeah, my god. <laughs> Don't look a day over 21 in this light. Yeah, exactly. Staring, staring straight up at the lights. <laughs> uh, how much of like the journey of Iceman in here, right? And like Kevin's talking about the climax in number five here, which is him talking to his parents, right? And dealing yeah. with uh, coming out to them. Is that similar to your story? Uh, in some regards, like my mom is uh, Persian and was raised Muslim. She's like incredibly progressive she didn't take it well, did not take it well at all. She was a single mother. She, yeah, she's a single mother. So like she blamed herself. She was like, Oh, it's cause you didn't have a father figure. Um, and then my dad was so weird because he wasn't even around to raise me. And he had a whole reaction. And I was like, what the fuck does it matter to you? Like, yeah. you're not even my father. Like besides like, you know, coming inside that woman, like, and then like paying for my college after 18 years of nothing, like, which is, by the way, like I understand is a massive privilege to not have college debt. Sure. So that is the one solid. My dad has done a few solids. Like he bought me like a laptop, <laughs> bought me like, you know, an iPod when I was like 17 so I could look cool. The spinning wheel. Oh, yeah. We remember the click wheel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh I missed the click wheel. Yeah. I remember I sent Apple a letter being times. like, I Dark do. Really? Oh, I, missed the, I missed the lighting because it would it would be like it would like be like red and like cold blue before the very first one where it was like. Like it wasn't the gray wheel. It was like it was the same white material clear as the plastic. rest of it. Well, not clear, but like very semi clear. Ceramic yeah. white looking. Yeah, one. and then the, the lighting would like be. Oh, I loved it. Anyway, whatever. I know. When do you come out to them? Oh, issue four. No, right now. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're gonna send this to your mom. Video, <laughs> mom. Um, college, like college. Gotcha. Different, different. You know, people got informed at different points through college. And like some people knew as like, you know, early as high school, like senior, junior year. But for the most part, the press release went out. Gotcha. 18 <laughs> through 21. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, it did come from personal places. I didn't like the line that Bobby said, Bobby's dad says to him mm. 
Um, At the very end? Yeah, that's not, I mean, I guess it's kind of, it's just emotional. He's just like, he says, I love you, nothing changes that. And that's something my friends, uh, I think his mom said to him this summer. But she was, and she is very conservative, very Christian, Republican, and like, I, you know, I'm drawn to that because that's what Bobby's parents are. They're people who are not really capable of being chill with this. Word choice. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ice Someone man. kill me. Buy it now. Don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, I just came from a very personal place in order to like, I don't know, to just make it like impervious to criticism. Like you can, you know, you can say anything you want about like the cheesy dad jokes or like this, that or the other, but like you can't say that the book isn't um, earnest. Yeah. You know, like it, I'm earnestly trying to like tell a really great story here about a very, you know, specific type of person. Um, but yeah, people, I don't know. I, I've gotten in so many fucking internet arguments with people about this. I, it's like, whatever has, yeah. Has the audience taken it? Well, that Iceman's gay. Is that something I, I, I haven't. Think so mm. I still get, this is the best. We, I clapped back super hard on Saturday because I was just like, not in the mood and this person tweeted that I ruined their favorite character by making him gay and I was like oh and they this person also did like a kind of like mm, like that kind of emoji where the no, mouth yeah. is just like straight across and so I clapped back I was like I like that you clap every time you do it clap back, back. Yeah, all right all but right. I was like I was like a I made him more dope B <laughs> like he came like his sexuality was revealed two years ago before I got the gig and see you ruined one of my favorite. Oh, that's what they said. You ruined one of my favorite characters with your agenda. And I said, you ruined one of my favorite emoji with your agenda. Damn son. Yeah. That's I'm how you get about him. that. Light him up. I mean, I, I think it's great because X-Men has always been, I mean, all superheroes have that thing where, what it relates to and what it's actually trying to say or whatever. But I think X-Men's so special because it is straight up about diversity and people being treated differently and what they need to face and all of that. And the the sheer conflict between Professor X and Magneto is so brilliant to be able to be used as an analogy for, you know, being gay or, you know, whatever it is. But the fact that it is, (laughs) but but with this, I love that it's both of those at once, right? Yeah. The metaphor gets thrown out the door in this one. Exactly. (laughs) Well, that's why it's so so interesting because I feel like, especially with his parents and him dealing with them, I love that, they are upset at him for both. Exactly. Yeah. That was what was so painful about it. Is that when I when you were when I finally started paying attention? Oh, Iceman's gay. This is the thing that's happening. It remind it brought up that scene in X two, right, mm-hmm. where it was very much him coming out as a mutant to his parents, and it was there was all this clearly. It's like, oh, this is how pe- what people have to do when they come out as gay or whatever, and yeah. then have it pile on. I jump in here. I'm like, I wonder if his parents are cooler in this world. They're like, oh no, they're still the same assholes from the fucking movie, and they're <laughs> mad about both things now. They get like a little better, and then they backslide. Yeah, like I think. Um, you know and you kind of do want that like that's more honest than like being like and then they're a thousand percent chill and now they're in you know P flag Um, but yeah like those inappropriate questions like yeah my mom asked me some of those yeah and you just answer because it's easier to answer than to not which is weird anyway none of you have to deal with this Mm -mm. no I know I was and I was trying to think about this and this is, I think, correct. And also, then also, in a, it is Cena the first openly gay person we've had on the Game Over Reggae show? I'm trying to think about it. I don't think we've ever had, you know. That sounds right? Yeah. 
Also, Off again, he, he's pushing this gay agenda, so yeah, maybe so just because he's making so such a big agenda. deal about it, it seems like. Every I, this all this means to me is I'm gonna get some fucking shitty ass tweets later. No, oh no, 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 they're no, good. They're good no. people. One hundred percent. No, I, okay. I understand. This is the same thing Max Landis thought when he came on here and was talking about shit. Our audience, we call them best friends. Like, oh, good. We're a small group uh, on the internet. Awesome. Like, they're not gonna be assholes to you. That's not because like, they do. Anytime all. I do something on IGN, it's like the comments are yep. like yeah. toxic, well, and that's the exact point. You know, we all came from IGN, and the right. whole thing was exchanging the reach of IGN for the intimacy of this because we have a community that self-polices so if you come in oh. and you act like an asshole our community's like we don't do that here do you mind leaving and like nobody <laughs> will engage with you as a troll and like so no they don't go after anybody i about love that, that. That's not, they're awesome no that's why we get to do this but right. the the dude coming after you about the agenda and saying that you ruined his favorite character or whatever it's so ridiculous or her favorite or, character or her sorry yeah. um, it was just a little frog pepe guy we don't know <laughs> <laughs> no one knows for sure <laughs> Um, I, I feel like this is Bobby Drake and I feel like the, oh, cool. the way that he talks is the way that he would talk. What he's saying might be different, right. but he, it's still the stupid dad jokes and still the, he is still the funny guy. And I love that one of the main characters in this series is Kitty Pride. Yeah. yeah. And I love that having, cause you know, for the people that are familiar with Iceman's past, she's so important to that. And for her to be there with him and for him to be like, hey, can you leave? You're not adding to this conversation with the parents. I'm like, I love this. Like there's so many dynamics going on. And like, that's kind of what's awesome about something like X-Men that has been around for so many generations of change throughout these characters and what they mean and who they are. But yeah. everybody that knows X-Men knows Iceman knows Kitty Pride. So just even reading this, it's like these are those characters. Like I mean, yeah, I don't know what else to like I don't know what else I need to do to, you know, prove my worth or like you know, at the end of the day it's like you either like the book or you don't, because it's like, okay, I'm an X Men fan, like I did I did as much research as I could like humanly do in terms of catching up on like eras that I missed. Sure. You know, like yeah, because that's the thing is like I think I missed all of like Matt Fraction and Ed Brubaker's uh-huh. runs, and so I like read through those and skimmed because like I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like look for Bobby. Like I don't need to like watch like you know Cyclops and Emma like flirt and talk about how great their sex is. Like, um, <laughs> do they do that in the book? Really, I don't know. In that one run they did, that was a big deal where they were all like super like eh. they were just like super into each other yeah. for a long time. But anyway, um. But yeah, I don't know what else to do besides like I care. I'm trying, but yeah, I think thank you for saying that because I do. I like like that's what I like about X Men books. I like that they're all friends and that they are evolving and that they've mm. all been through so much together. Um, which is why it's like if anything, if I had any you know aspirations or goals, it would be like oh, I'd like to do an ensemble book, just something where I could like you know regularly let these characters kind of grow and evolve around each other. You know, Kitty can't have like much of a journey in Iceman like she learns to become a better friend or like whatever, but she's not like also leveling up in her own way. Sure. She's, she's supporting cast, not yeah. starring role. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes. I loved the, the text messages. Damn it. He stole it from, from all the different heroes. What uh, is that? It's issue two, three, three when yeah. they open up and he's outside his parents' house and he's, he texts all the heroes like, Hey, I hate these two texts, but I'm gay. And they all respond. I and they all have the best <laughs> the fucking zingers. Those, the like, uh, new phone. Boom, boom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That was, I thought I was going to get in so much trouble for that. I thought everyone's going to be like, this is dumb. This is stupid. And everyone's like, this is LOL, like legit LOL. And I was like, sweet. You never know what the internet's going to get mad at. <laughs> and that's the thing. Or you never know what the internet's going to love is actually the the real lesson that I've true, been learning. True. No, the thing for me with the book, right, is that for somebody who comes in with basically a blank slate, you know what I mean? Like I've read an X-Men book here or there and I've seen the movies, obviously, but Iceman, I don't feel like I have 
a knowledge base for to go in there and start from scratch and have it feel natural. But then it's a weird thing where it's a superhero book from, you know, the big two where my favorite moments are all the non superhero stuff Mm. where it is like he's texting or his conversation with Kitty pride where she's like, I'm not mad that you're gay. I'm mad that you didn't tell me. I'm mad that you, we didn't have a conversation about this. And like, that's like, there are these super honest moments in there. Yeah. Well, that's what I, those are my favorite X-Men books. There's like some random issue that Joe Matarero was drawing and the entire, Joe Matt, Joe Matt, Joe Matt. Um, and all they did was make breakfast. It was like three thirty six or three thirty seven, right? When like they're doing onslaught or something. And it was just them like, there's, I don't think there was like a conflict in the issue. They just like wanted to do a character piece for all of them. Mm. And it was just them making breakfast. And it was, it's like one of my favorite issues. It has like some really good Bobby moments too. It's when Wolverine's all weird and feral and just like wears like a tattered piece of fabric over his face. Do you remember this? Yeah. You don't yeah, remember. Yeah. No, I, I remember. I, I was reading Wizard Magazine. I remember the fabric over his face. Come on. Now. I do not. Oh, Fair really? Wolverine no. or whatever his name was. Yeah. And that was when Storm had like just like two really long locks of hair and then the rest was like kind of like a kind of like cool modern bob or something and she had that like she just had cutouts everywhere so I'm, now I'm getting gay talking about the fashion <laughs> <laughs> like she was in cutouts and cobalt blue leather so I don't know what she was in but um yeah that was I, for for a teenager 12 year old that was like the best <laughs> oh sure when you start off and you want to do comics mm-hmm. you're on your journey you you realize you're gay do you see a future in superheroes or do you think well i'm gonna have to go this way because again i mean i i I, mean, I don't know this is me being greg miller head row 34 year old i'm like i think things are better now and 29 year old sorry 29 year old greg miller where i think if, if things are better now and anyone can do whatever <laughs> but did you see that being a detriment to an industry that was like super macho and hetero when i was younger i mean yeah it goes back to like me saying like i would sort of perform versions of myself for people and I remembered I was at WonderCon when I was in college and uh, I walk by a Top Cow artist um, at Artist Alley and I'm wearing uh, a pink polo. Mm. And he goes, oh, hey, what's up with that shirt? And I, and I was like, and I was like, what the fuck is he asking here? So I go, it's American Apparel. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, American Apparel, huh? Like. Like it was like, I couldn't even wear a pink shirt. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah. and I just thought it's because of my complexion. I look good in it. Um, cause I do. You're like, you're like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I, know. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. I Camera. can see it. Yeah. Um, pink polo. but it was, uh, yeah. Like I always was, I just, and then, and then I remembered being on a panel for image comics and Kelly Sue DeConnick was on it. And I remembered having such bad answers to questions. Cause I was like, I just never thought I was allowed to like tell specific stories I just always thought you had to sort of make the character be white and have blue hair, black and blue, you know, yeah, yeah. the Clark Kent, yeah, the Wayne hair. Stuff, yeah. um, and it just took me a long time to like recondition myself and train myself to be like, or you can tell what matters to you and you're going to, you know, you're going to have a smaller audience, but like, at least it'll be really meaningful to those people. And again, it goes back to like little depressed boy. Like that book doesn't sell a million copies, but the people who really respond to it are getting something that no Transformers artist is hearing, you know, at a comic convention, like, you know, like, or my little pony artist, like no one's coming up to them and saying like, Oh man, I was in this bleak place or, you know, I was so, I just felt alone. And, and what you did made me feel not alone. Um, 
So that's humbling. And I'd rather take that than like money. <laughs> but you're getting some money now, right? At least now I can pay rent. Okay, good. Yeah, okay. I can pay rent. That's my thing about you is you're like this artist in the wind, man. You're just like, I can't pay anything, but guess what? I got two seasons of this YouTube show that looks better than most of the shit kind of funny does. <laughs> like, God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's kind of it. Like, yeah. I just, you know, I see, I see what being rich gets you and it gets you nothing. Doesn't make you happier. Doesn't make you like yourself more. Liking yourself more gets you a lot. You know what I mean? So I just sort of learned how to like take care of myself and honor myself along the way. Is that um, a takeaway from your depression you were talking about earlier? Um... I think it's just a takeaway of kind of like trying to do things one way in comics. The de- I mean, the depression was like, oh, being honest about it might be okay. Like that might be a good idea. Um, Cause I, you know, I always downplayed it or I always just didn't because it doesn't look the way other people's depression looks or because it's, you know, I, who knows what it is. Like it might not eat like they had, you know, I think, mental health and the qualification of everything it's still so subjective Mm. and the fact that people are saying like objectively you are bipolar or objectively you have this and objectively you need this medication it's all a fallacy and it's just a way to kind of like you know steer masses of people in directions because there's no other way to handle you know a population this big to look at everyone case by case and instead they're just like get in the bucket yeah, like you need this, you need that, you need this. Like, bye here. Like, don't come back. Like, that's a prescription for the rest of your life. And like, you know. Anyway, so suffice to say, it's like I know that whatever I have, I don't want to medicate because I don't. I don't know. I just like it doesn't seem like the right solution to me. Like, I'd rather just weather it. Um, Patty Smith, she she kind of is the one that made me sort of rejigger everything. I read Just Kids in the middle of that depression. Mm. And she talks a lot about how her and Robert Maplethorpe, who became this huge, you know, visual artist, um, they came to New York separate of each other, became friends because they both just were desperate to like make it into the Velvet Underground scene and they like hang out with Warhol and all this stuff. And like they never noticed that they were creating their own scene because they were too busy chasing this other scene that was winding down. Um, And same with Maplethorpe, like Maplethorpe, there is no clear moment when he like realized like that this would be the voice that he could like monetize. And same with Patti Smith. She thought she was a poet. She thought she was a writer. She thought she was an artist. And, uh, the way music came into her was like, she did some spoken word thing and thought, Oh, it'd be great if there was some guitar. And then slowly, but surely that turned into her having a backing band and her sort of becoming a musician. Mm -hmm. Um, you just never know. And, and that was super, that was like my biggest takeaway is like, just stop worrying and just do, just do the thing. And, and the rest will, you know, kind of funny motto. There you go. <laughs> just do the thing. Yeah, you really should have, you should I have, mean, we willed all this into existence, right? You should have a hood, a hoodie with like a fucked up swish. And it just says, just do the thing. And then I'll have to pay you for it though. You just came up with that. See, I'll do, do it, it for copyright. free. I'll oh, do it for free. There we go. Oh, five hoodies though. Okay. We can make that happen. Oh, yeah. I think we can. can we? Well, they can't be bright blue. It's a long thing. No, we'll get to it. Well, they're coming eventually. Fall or something, maybe. I don't know. Joey's always teasing me. Uh, as we wind down here, what's, I mean, what, I guess what's next in the short term, but then also, like, what would you want to do? Like, what do you still want to do in comics? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, well, what's next is more Iceman. Yeah. Um, I'm super excited. The next story arc has the original champions. Black Widow, Hercules, oh, okay, okay. Ghost Rider. You know, well, Black Widow is dead, but... Um, <laughs> But she she's a presence because she's dead. Yeah. Um, 
we're going to see more of Doc Hen in Iceman. Uh, now that he's out to his parents, I can kind of explore his love life, mm. as you were begging to know earlier. I do, yeah. I want to um, know. So that's that. And then... Do you think he's going to date other superheroes? Or is he gonna, or are there mutants? Or is he going to date people? What's he, what do you got up there? What are you doing? I can't say. God damn it. I have so many... Mm. I have so many little micro plans. Okay. Is and Colossus currently gay? No, he's like always in love with Kitty. He's but gay he in the ultimate comic. Yes. That's what it is. Or in, in an alternate is. universe comic yeah, thing. It, yeah, it is. In the yeah. Ultimates, he Ultimates. is. You're like, you should come at me and be like, so uh, Cyclops still rocking like a uh, like <laughs> long brown hair here in the stubble? I'm like, that's Age of Apocalypse, dude. Um, <laughs> Which well, was a great action figure. I had that action figure. I like that Cyclops. They look. made Cyclops real like dope. Yeah, um, yeah. Wolverine was missing the hand. Yep. And he was hanging out with Jean Grey and she had that like 90s like boss bitch haircut. Yeah. Fashion. <laughs> um, I guess I want to do a fashion book next. No, I don't know. <laughs> I'm taking my time on on sort of creator own stuff, and then if there's anything I'd want to do, I like I said, it's like I would love, um, I would love to do a team book. That would be really cool. And I sometimes think about like, oh, I want to do like Joker and Harley year one, but that's such a like, it's just because it's a challenge. It's just because it's a challenge to respectfully and with like utter care to not being misogynist like how do you portray this relationship that's like fraught with misogyny like yeah it's all it's, fucked it's up. an abusive relationship and but like to me i'm like ooh, i just really want to like like if i want to do it like i think i can do it because like you know someone's gonna do it and so i'm all in sync about it i'm like it's gonna be me but i don't really like i don't know that i want to work for dc because i just don't know the characters that well so you want to work for dc go do it call me i'll tell you all about it you'll tell me all that's about how we'll do it yeah well harley's like I guess it's year one, so I don't even have to know what she's up to now. And she's they, so popular. She's in like she's the Wolverine of uh, they're putting DC. her in everything. Yeah, well, she's I mean, the based on you know, it is Oscar-winning yeah. Suicide Squad that launched yeah. her into a new stratosphere. So that doesn't there seem it is. right. It's happened though, this isn't is it? A statement. You know, I mean, it's a real thing that happened. You're right. Kev. You're right. You can't stop it. Oscar. You can't take the Oscars back. Did it win an Oscar for it something? For makeup. sound design, right? No, no, no it was for makeup. 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 Yeah. You're so evil. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out. Is that the only DC movie too that's won an Oscar? I think so. Ooh. Have any of the Marvel ones won an Oscar? What? What? Uh, Dark Knight oh, got Heath it, Ledger, it, yeah. Heath Ledger got. Oh Dark right, yeah. you're. I'm so sure, correct. but are, I mean, like, I'm sure there's some score sound oh, effects right, thing we be. don't know about. You know what I mean? The effects. The Oscars that go on Saturday right. morning or whatever. <laughs> like, <laughs> no I get out of here. We got a Boy Scout convention. <laughs> the Creative Arts Oscars or whatever they're yeah, called. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. the ones that don't have actors coming. Oscars. Exactly. Exactly. The ones that have they just do like the, all the awards go by. Right, meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This happened over there. The Meanwhile Oscars. That's a good one. Mm. Mm. But yeah, that's what's up with me, and I'm just straight chilling. Good. What about you guys? What's up with you next? Wedding. Wedding for him. Mm. We just launched a cooking show for me today. That's pretty I saw. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. What's a uh, what's an upcoming dish you're excited to? Do? Uh, I just watched today the uh, roast chicken, uh, the roast garlic chicken with this bread and onion dish all around it, and then the cast iron skillet. Wow. Soaked about that when he's he got there. Now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He uh, used to just be just another dude. Now he's chef Gregor. i'm pushing my agenda for chef yeah. yeah are you trying to get on food network uh we i am gonna make a tape here Why in the next you say that the, uh, me and tim or nicker we have to talk about it this week but i gotta ha- bring one of them over with a camera we're gonna make my master chef uh video i want to make a, vi- a, a audition for that gotta make it happen so yeah, my friend it. i can't say his name because gordon could get in trouble no guy he Fieri. he does um he does casting for like master chef junior the kids oh, yeah, one yeah. 
And I was like, so what's that like? Do you make them like take you on a date and like cook for you? <laughs> like you make this like 11 year old, like, like make you Branzini or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Or is that how you say it? Branzini? I don't know. Whatever. Master chef. The whole idea is like, you like to cook, but you're not like amazing not, yet. Like, yeah. Which is exactly what I am seeing is on mm. the Patreon episode. It, it, so for you watching on YouTube later, Cooking with Greggy would be live or about to be live probably. And right now it's just in Patreon early access. Okay. And so like the amount of comments are like, oh my God, you got to learn how to use a knife better and all this shit. I'm like, no, 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 we're not doing that. The whole show is that I don't, I just like cooking here. Let me show you how to cook oh something. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That must get, that would give me so much anxiety. That's, I've lived my life in front of the camera forever. I'm used to it. No, I mean to watch you oh, cook okay, would okay. give me anxiety. <laughs> it's one way to do it, I guess. I don't yeah. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Game Over Greggy Show each and every week. Four, sometimes five. Best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where a couple of bucks get you early episodes, things you've never seen before. Phone calls from Tim. Tim, you got to call somebody. Okay, right now. Uh, no, not. Well, I don't think we have any other numbers just ready to go. You, no, know you lost I mean? your chance. I can just tell her now. Okay, Dial cool. That was it. No, you <laughs> hey, do you subscribe on Patreon <laughs> to Kind of Funny? No, this is a hospital. Uh, <laughs> if you got no bucks to toss away, no big deal. Head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny where we post the entire show topic by topic, day by day, until it goes up as one big video in MP3 the following Friday. Yes. No. I'm working on it. Come on. I know. As your first gay guest, I understand. Thank you. We'll have to come back and judge us more on it. You know what I mean? I'll bring Alyssa Edwards, the drag queen herself. There's a lot of drag queens in San Francisco. I feel like we could get, uh, we could get somebody in here to teach us. It's got to be a thing, right? Yeah, it's I don't know. Let's let's not end on that note because okay. I, I have nowhere to go with it. No, don't. Well, the, the note to end on is that you're Cena. We love you very much. Oh, yeah. Read Iceman, please. Everybody follow him on Twitter. Every every sale and issue counts. Pick up Iceman. Please. It's at, available at local comic shops like the one below us. Did you go in? Did you go in there? I did. You do that thing where you like walk in. You're like, hey, guys. Oh, yeah. that Iceman book's Recognize looking pretty me. good. No, I was more like stomach cramping and being like outside <laughs> <laughs> they're good people you should go say hi yeah i'll go down and and that's the problem is i'm that it looks like a good store i'm gonna spend like minimum 30 bucks yeah yeah that happens that's the problem but yeah i'll go all right good yeah ladies and gentlemen until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you boom <laughs>